0: Yo, 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 what's going on, you guys? It's the best video game podcast on the globe. It's the Sticky Buttons Podcast. It's your host, Brandon.
1: And this is Blake.
0: And we're coming at you with a really special episode today. We have a special guest. Do you want to introduce our guest today, Blake?
1: Yeah, absolutely, man. Honestly, we've got a really special guest. I'm super excited to have him on. I Gosh, I'm just so excited to have him on today. He's always calling me up, talking to me about the pod. He's one of our first patrons. And he's honestly just like a video game expert. So I'm so excited to have him on. This is Kyle. So happy to have you on, Kyle.
2: Hey, everybody. Yeah, thanks, Blake. Happy to be here. Thanks for that intro. That was very nice. <laughs> I'm uh, happy to be here. Excited for what we're going to talk about today.
1: Yeah, definitely. And, you know, I kind of just to get our listeners to know you a little bit better, would you mind uh, listing your top three games?
2: Yeah, top three games. All right. So I'm definitely a fan of. The AAA games, you know, a lot of my favorite games are bigger titles. So I think I'm going to list them off, but they're in no particular order. Mm-hmm. So I'd say Call of Duty in general, just the Call of Duty franchise. I've been playing that my whole life, and it's definitely one of my favorite, favorite games. Then, of course, I got to throw it out to GTA V, you know, Grand Theft Auto. It's always been a favorite of mine. Classic. And then my third one, I'd have to say, would be Minecraft. Yeah, those would, would be my would. top three, so...
1: That's awesome, man. Well, I guess that works really well because today we're going to be talking about Call of Duty and GTA 6 and 5. So we're just really excited to have you on. You know, you're definitely an expert on those, you know, those three games. And uh, We'll see about that. <laughs> <laughs> well, I don't know. I would consider you an expert on it. And I guess before we get started, before we get into it, do you have like a favorite console? Like I know you own a couple. So you just want to maybe yeah. talk about like, what do you prefer to play games on? Like, what do you have? And we yeah. just talk about your setup.
2: Sure. So as of right now, I do have two of the next-gen consoles. I've got the PS5 and I've got the Xbox Series X. So very fortunate to get to play on both. And I've never in my life have I had both of the systems, both mm-hmm. Xbox and PlayStation. So it's pretty neat. Right now, I think I'm favoring the PlayStation over the Xbox. Okay. But, you know, that's something we can maybe get into later because, you know, there's a lot of reasons behind that. Interesting. As far as favorite console goes, I think I'm going to have to throw it back to the Xbox 360
1: okay okay we okay. got, skyrim, I, on was, oh got skyrim on
2: there oh my gosh skyrim gta 5 you know Modern warfare 2 mm-hmm. minecraft i mean like for me that was like the glory days of gaming
0: yeah,
2: it was like my first because before the xbox 360 i had a ps2 that was my first console mm-hmm. Right? Mm-hmm. and that was a great one but uh yeah the 360 was what really just took off and it was just something else so i'd say that's my favorite one for sure
1: yeah definitely I would say that's probably one of the first consoles that I had that really, like, put me on to, like, AAA games.
0: Yeah. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. What would you say that one
1: was for you, Brandon?
0: Definitely the 360. It was my first console. I got that and Skyrim together, and the rest is history. Mm -hmm.
2: I got to say, too, I feel like it was just such a community. I mean, I had so many friends on the 360. I just remember coming home after school and... Everybody's on. Yeah. Those, those party chats. Now, was good times.
1: Was that the one yeah. where, like, the original Black Ops one? Yep. I believe so.
2: Yep.
1: Yeah. Those, those are some good gaming right there. Yeah, <laughs> for sure. Do you also have a VR headset?
2: I do. I oh, have an man. Oculus. Uh, yeah. That's I'm great. just going off right now with the different systems.
1: But,
2: <laughs> yeah. I bought an Oculus. Actually, so I bought it, man, it was probably about two months ago. Mm-hmm. I can't remember if you guys have talked about it before or not, but Meta was raising the price of the Oculus by a hundred dollars for both yeah. versions. So I was like, you know what? I've been looking for a reason to get one and this is it. So went out and I copped one and it's something else. I mean, it is really, really neat. So I don't know if you guys have you guys played the Oculus
0: before?
1: I've kind of done like a couple of demos and like used other people's. What about
0: you, Brandon? Same here, just demoed and tried other people's.
2: No, it's a heck of a console. I mean, it's just, to me, it feels like it's the future, you know, without, there's a lot of cool stuff on there. And I think it's more than just video games too. You can put people in like training scenarios for jobs and things like that. It's just got a lot of potential, but I only use it for games, obviously. And I love it. It's fun. I've got a a couple friends that I play with, so that definitely makes it better. But yeah, I love that headset.
1: Does it feel like it's like now that you own one, does it feel like it's still like an emerging technology or now that you own one, you're like, oh, this is pretty established?
2: Oh, that's a good question. I think it definitely still feels like it's emerging. Mm -hmm. It's Mm -hmm. early, you know, when you play it, it's definitely very impressive. And you can tell that we've come a long way with it. But I can also tell that, There's a lot more to go. There's a lot more improvements to be made. The battery life for one is pretty bad. I mean, it's super short. You get, depending on what you're playing or what you're doing in the headset, you'll get maybe two hours out of it and that's it. You have to charge it, which takes a couple hours. So yeah, there's just some hardware improvements to be made that'll happen over time. And then just, I think, expanding on the games that are offered on the headset because a lot of them are just pretty, I'm trying to find a way to say it, They're not very dense, not like the games you play on the PlayStation, right? There's a lot to it. There's huge storylines, a lot of mechanics in the games. And with the Oculus, I don't think there's a lot of that with the games that are out just because maybe it can't handle it. I don't know, but.
1: Yeah, that's interesting. So do you think the software is going to like, how fast do you think it's going to like improve? Or I guess.
2: Well, I heard that a while ago that Meta apparently is putting all their chips in that basket. They really want to get into the metaverse and all that so i would think it's going to really <laughs> accelerate here as it just picks up and more people kind of accept it so i think it's exciting it's an exciting time i think in like 10 years we'll look back and be like man remember the oculus the quest i mean those were the days so yeah we'll <laughs> see. and you think we'll the see. quest
1: is the 360 of the
2: <laughs> it might be it might be it might, it might be similar
1: okay we'll see all right well let's get into it thanks for introducing yourself kyle and, you yeah. know, I think we'll just move right on into Call of Duty. Let's do it. And, you know, recently, Call of Duty Modern Warfare 2, they had their beta. And you got to try it out, Kyle. You did. I think in order to get in that beta, you had to pre-order the game. And I don't think that's – that's not something that either Brandon or I did. So, we'd okay. love to – I was going
2: to ask, Blake, I know you didn't. Brandon, you did not either?
0: Yeah, I withheld this time. and just didn't want yeah. to.
2: Now, let me ask you, I don't, did either of you guys, because they had an open beta too mm-hmm. for a couple of days, did you guys try it out or not?
1: Yeah, I just didn't have the time, but I really wanted yeah. to. I mean, it was only, it was like, is it three days?
2: It was two weekends and I think the open beta was only two days for each okay. weekend. Yeah, okay. something like that. Okay. Yeah.
1: So I guess, is it still ongoing? Do you still have access to it? No, it oh, was, uh, a-
2: last weekend was the last one. Yeah. So we have to wait until uh, end of October okay. for the re- full release. yeah.
1: All right. Well, I guess before we talk about that, would you mind just like giving us like a brief overview of your history with the franchise and like what games really stood out to you? What are your favorites? What do you look for in a COD game?
2: Oh, man, for sure. Well, I have been playing COD since I was young, probably too young, to be honest. I don't know if eight year olds should be playing it or not, but that was definitely (laughs) me. I mean, I was playing it before Modern Warfare came out. Like the original, really, Modern Warfare. So I remember playing, I think I played all of them, but really there was Call of Duty 3. It was like a World War II game, and I was just, I loved that game. It was was so much fun. It was my first sort of introduction to first-person shooters, and it just felt so mature, you know? And so that was really cool.
1: Is that the one where they had the first zombies?
2: No, no, not yet. Okay. That was World at War.
1: That's the one Uh, I'm thinking of. That's what I'm thinking of Yeah.
2: that was, I think, two Call of Duties after the third one. Probably. Oh, jeez. Um, I can't even imagine yeah. they were
1: playing it that early.
2: Oh, my gosh. <laughs> I know. It's crazy. I don't know many people that have. But anyways, when Call of Duty 4 came out, Modern Warfare, I think that's when it really just took off and everybody was playing it. And, mm-hmm. yeah, I mean, I even still play that game. I played that game up until, like, 2018, until wow. the, new, the new Modern Warfare came out, because they even remastered it, mm-hmm. which is really cool. Just the campaign, or I'm sorry, they did the multiplayer too. Yeah. So I've been playing for a long time. I think some of my favorites are definitely the original Modern Warfare 2. I mean, who doesn't like that one? Yeah. The original Black Ops. And then I think Modern Warfare 2019 is probably my top three, too. That one was a great game. Still yeah. play that one too, till today.
1: Yeah. That one's really good. Did you ever have a chance to check out the 2019 one, Brandon? That's
0: the 2019 remake of Modern Warfare 2? Yeah, it's weird. They call it like
2: reimagined pretty much. Mm -hmm. It was like a brand new game, brand new maps, everything. But some of the characters were from the original and it was sort of the same kind of style. It was like a different game.
1: Yeah, I think that we had when the Black Ops, I guess that we talked about last year when the most recent Black Ops came out, you know, I think me and Brandon, I think we were talking about how it was in a different engine and yeah so i guess two call of duties have come out since the 2019 one the modern warfare 2019 and i just gotta say that's the one that i sunk the most time in i loved that game i thought that modern warfare 2019 was i remember awesome. playing it
2: with you a lot blake and we had never really played cod together so that yeah. was, was fun
1: yeah it was a lot of fun and it kind of seems like they took two steps back with... Uh, I mean, I can't really speak for the... Vanguard? Van, yeah. That's, <laughs> anyway. the, that's
2: the one that's out now, Yeah, Yeah, yeah. I can't really
1: speak for Vanguard because I just decided not to play it. But Because it, I guess the, when the reviews came out, they said it wasn't as good as the 2019 one. And I just wasn't willing to take a step yeah. back. I think
2: Modern Warfare 2019 was just... It was such a great game for a lot of different reasons. And they got... I mean, I think it was their most popular one to date, either by sales or just number of players. I'm not sure, but... Definitely a very popular one. And then you had Black Ops, Cold War that came out after that, the year after. And then we have Vanguard now. And in my opinion, I didn't play Black Ops or Vanguard as much as I played 2019, like nearly as much. Not that they're bad games, just not really. It's just hard to keep me back or to retain me in that game. I don't know. It's just
1: yeah. it's not not the same. Yeah, I guess let me pose this question to the both of you then. Just because, like, I mean, Call of Duty is just, I mean, it's such like a mainstay, you know, in video games. But they kind of do this thing where they, they release one every year. And I mean, like, there's three of us and in the last three, you know, we each bought different ones, you know. So I guess, right. just, do either of you have any, like, thoughts on that?
0: Like, more specifically thoughts on the fact that, like, people buy different Call of Duties? Or...
1: Yeah, and it's, like, really hard to, like, get like, everybody in on the same one. Especially because like there's so many free to play games and it's just easier to hop into a free to play game, you know if like two of you don't want to spend you know sixty bucks or, or whatever. Yeah,
0: I think marketing can only do so much like at a certain point, if you're playing these games year after year, at a certain point you start to get skeptical about like the game itself, and you're just like, are you really gonna get you know the best bang for your buck buying that sixty dollar game when you could have bought another sixty dollar game? I don't know, at least I'm speaking for myself there. Like, that's kind of where I was at for a couple Call of Duties. But I definitely played Vanguard and I had a really good time with Vanguard. I played Cold War and also had a good time with Cold War. I feel like Call of Duty is a franchise that's like, they only get better over time. Like, they're never really regressing as much as the fans might want to, or the critics might want to say they are. They're getting better and better with every Call of Duty and i'm excited to see what they do with modern warfare 2 right now i'm abstaining but i know eventually i'll probably just go and buy the game and give in and get in there so i'm excited yeah
2: no i think most know that they're no longer doing the yearly release schedule that they're going to a two-year mm-hmm. cycle now so i'm excited for that because i mean it's probably the best it's probably the right choice mm-hmm. i mean We don't need a new one every year. And if an extra year means that we get a better game that we're going to play for longer, then by all means, let's do it. So.
1: Yeah, definitely. Yeah. And you know, also something that like, it's always, I don't know, something that I like to consider when I'm buying a COD is I, I love the zombies and like, it's something that I prefer the zombies over the multiplayer any day of the week. And, you know, modern warfare, you know, I really just like the gunplay and the feel of it, but they don't have zombies. So if it's one of those things where I think like, There was a while where it was like, I don't know, when we were kids, it kind of felt like even like as it's coming out yearly, like more happens in your life year over year, you know, when you're a kid where you're like, Oh, like I played zombies. I loved it. Oh, but the new one like is modern warfare. You know, I feel like that's something that could be really cool where you have like two years and they support zombies for two years. And then like, Oh, they do the modern warfare stuff for two years. And I think that that would be really cool. So I'm kind of hopeful that this, then when they take a step back and, go to two years i'm really hoping that that'll yeah
2: well and also i think we're finding at with the beta it seems that call of duty is starting to cater more towards casual players or they're trying to mm-hmm. i don't know if you guys have heard that or not but i, I haven't heard um, that yeah if you compare it to where call of duty is now with vanguard and with warzone there's a pretty big skill gap because it's all about movement right now. It's just the movement in Call of Duty right now is so quick, so fast paced. And there's people have found ways to just kind of manipulate the physics of the game, the movement where, you know, there's slide canceling and there's just all these different things you can do where sometimes you watch like a streamer or someone and you're like, why are they doing all these movements? I mean, just it's a war game. Like, why are you doing all that? So with Modern Warfare 2, it seems like they kind of slowed everything down. They kind of took out slide canceling and it's just a slower-paced game, and so I think there are a lot of people. I think the probably the wide majority of people who played Call of Duty are more casual players, and I think people kind of got sick of just hopping into a Warzone game and not even standing a chance because they don't know what the new what the meta is this week, or mm-hmm. you know what the newest slide or movement thing is. So, yeah, I think this new, this new one will be more inclusive for just casual players. So I think that's something. I know Blake, you've brought it up before where you feel like there's not enough time to complete like all the camo challenges or things in a battle pass because it just goes so quick.
1: Yeah. And I
2: think if we're going to have two years now, that's a lot of time to really kind of finish as much as you can. And you're not going to feel so stressed to get it all done in a short time. So, yeah. Yeah.
0: Yeah. I'll go ahead, Brandon. No, yeah, that's very true. You know, that's something that I'm experiencing now with Vanguard. I've kind of just given up trying to prestige master because I'm just too far and I know that the new COD is coming up. So it's like, what is the point? But if there's two years, it's definitely a good enough time to really put in some in time and even probably some more money. I'm sure they probably looked at like the economics of it in like two years. We'll probably make them more money in the long run.
1: Yeah, definitely. You know, because I mean, I definitely... For the first Modern Warfare, I <laughs> I had this experience where I wanted to finish the Battle Pass and I like went away for two weeks and then was like, oh, my gosh, like I've gotten enough time, but it's like I barely have enough time. I think the Battle Pass ended at like five in the morning and I finished it at like 3 a.m. And like I did it on a work night and I had a shit day the next day. And I was like, I'm never doing that again. And then sure enough, like the next Battle Pass came out and I was like, oh, my gosh, like I really want like all this stuff. Like, it's even cooler than the last one. And I got it and I ended up, I'm not proud of this, but I ended up spending like 40 bucks. And like, I just bought the rest of the battle. pass. <laughs> and cause I was like, I'm going to be away for a month. Like I, I had like made a plan, like a living situation plan. I was like, I'm not even going to be able to play this at all. So I just like bought it. And I was like, and then I haven't bought anything. haven't bought a COD battle pass since, but I did buy like a Fortnite battle pass and I finished the whole thing with like a month to spare.
2: Wasn't it, I think it's Halo, the new one where they like allow you to roll over battle passes or something or. Yeah. Yeah. I
1: think, well, I I don't know. Have you jumped into that in a while? Oh no, I haven't.
2: It's been so long.
1: (laughs) I jumped in recently and I was like, it's the same four maps. So I've heard heard
2: that I've heard it doesn't change much at all. And people are upset about that.
1: Yeah. I I don't know if we really want to get into that, but yeah, they did something cool with the battle pass where it doesn't expire. And I would love to see that with a cod. I would love to see a non-expiring battle pass. But I guess, like, what I really wanted to say was with Fortnite, I bought the Battle Pass, I bought the skins, because I know that I can come back to it in a year, and it's still going to be a Leviathan of a game. And, you know, with COD, it got to, like, oh, I really want to buy this Battle Pass. The new COD comes out in two months. You know what I mean? Like, I'm just like, I don't really know if it's worth me spending the $10 to even get the Battle Pass if I know, like, you know, in in two months I'm going to buy the next one. So. I kind of think that they really shoot themselves in the foot with making a battle pass that, like, literally ends when the next one begins. I don't know. I'm really excited to see the lifespan last a little longer Mm -hmm. and invest in those skins because they have some cool ass skins. Got some cool ass, like, gun skins. Like, I don't know. I would love to feel good about putting some money into a COD
0: on, like, things like that. Yeah, me too. I wonder if there's going to be any zombies on this new Modern Warfare.
1: And they announced that? I don't know.
2: I don't think there will be. Yeah, I'm don't. I don't. I'm pretty sure. I don't know if you guys heard about it, but they held Call of Duty the day before the beta launched uh, a couple weeks ago. Call of Duty held sort of like, it's like a showcase. Mm-hmm. They called it, I think it was Call of Duty Now, maybe so, something like that. But basically at the showcase, they brought in a bunch of the like lead developers on the team that's developing the new Call of Duty and the new Warzone. And they basically just... Gave those developers a chance to kind of go in detail about what's coming to Call of Duty, this new this new installment. What can you expect with the future of COD? And they also revealed the uh, multiplayer gameplay trailer and the Warzone two gameplay trailer. And so we got to see a lot there, but I kind of lost my train of thought on that one. Oh, you're just like what features and... that
1: they had at this Call of Duty now and zombies. Yeah, like, did they talk about like any other? I think in Modern Warfare in the past, they've had, like, survivor modes. Oh, or... that's right.
2: No, it, Brandon had brought up zombies. and So they were confirming all the game modes that are mm-hmm. coming to this new Call of Duty. And they didn't say anything about zombies. Okay. They didn't say it wasn't going to be in there. But I think, I mean, I don't think any of the Modern Warfares have had yeah, zombies. Yeah, they so. never did. Yeah, so they are adding a new mode, though, called DMZ. You guys heard of this? No, okay. what's this? So have you heard of Escape from Tarkov's computer game?
1: No, I haven't.
2: It's, I think it's like kind of a niche game. I mean, I've never played it, but basically there's this game. It's a computer game. I don't think it's on the consoles. It's called Escape from Tarkov and it's kind of a new spin on a first person
1: shooter. It looks kind of sick.
2: Yeah. Yeah. I've seen some gameplay. It's pretty cool. Basically with this game, it's a big open map, just like Warzone, but I don't think there's, it's not a battle royale. So I don't think there's like a circle that you have to stay in to stay alive Looting apparently plays a big role in this game, and so you have to really be able to manage your stash, whatever you have on you. And they've got other things like proximity chat, some other cool features. And anyways, sounds like this new DMZ mode that's coming to Call of Duty is basically going to be like this Escape from Tarkov game. And I'm really excited for it because this Escape from Tarkov game is really kind of taken off, relatively speaking, and it just looks really cool. And so I think if Call of Duty can kind of take something like that and put their own spin on it, it might be a pretty fun game mode. Something new. It's exciting. Oh, man.
1: This actually just looks really sick, man. This looks really cool. Yeah. Yeah. Man. So
2: no zombies, but we get this new mode and we'll see what happens. it would be pretty neat.
1: Yeah, I guess that's just one of the things that I just love about like the Modern Warfare games. Like it really just feels like the guns just feel and look just so good and smooth. And I think that that like you know, kind of what we had said, and like, Brandon, you had kind of said that you don't really think that the Call of Duty games like regress, you think that they really, you know, they always push forward. And I personally, when I like going from Modern Warfare, the last one into the Black Ops Cold War, I thought it was just like a huge step back. And I didn't think it felt as smooth. I thought it felt and looked just entirely different. And I'm just really excited to like, see what the new Modern Warfare, you know, like skins look like and stuff like that. Yeah.
2: Let me ask you guys, have you seen, I mean, were you watching any footage of the beta? I
1: haven't seen anything. Yeah, I was.
0: I was watching a couple of streams. It looks really, really good. I think Infinity War yeah. always does a great job at this, at the Call of Duty mm-hmm. take. And I'd be curious to get a better understanding at like how, so there's two different people who make Call of Duty games, Activision and Infinity War. Is that how it is?
2: Well, yeah, it's kind of hard to understand. I mean, there's definitely those two. And they might be the biggest, but there's also like Sledgehammer and there's yeah, Raven. And there's... And there's a couple other, I don't know if they're studios or, or what they are. Yeah,
1: so I, I think that it's Activision is the owner of all of these studios, kind of like Sledgehammer, Raven, there's Infinity Ward. And I think there's a couple others. And I think that they each make parts of Call of mm-hmm. Duty. And I think I that it's.
2: But traditionally, Brandon, to your point, I think it's always been they've always alternated so right like infinity ward would do one like a modern warfare type game and then the next year activision would Earth. do
1: yeah 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 i was gonna say wasn't a sledgehammer because there's there's always the well, one yeah then sledgehammer yeah, yeah okay i was gonna say isn't there the one that always is like under the zombies
0: yeah you said you said blizzard yeah i've seen blizzard make one too pretty sure
2: yeah well i think doesn't activision own blizzard
1: yeah. So Activision and Blizzard are owned by the same company. It's Activision Blizzard. Like it's like Activision hyphen Blizzard or Blizzard hyphen Activision. And they're one, I guess we can call them an umbrella corporation because, and then they're, they kind of have all of the subsidiaries. And then recently, you know, Microsoft put in a bid, you know, to buy Activision Blizzard, which is owns all of these studios. And it was the largest cash acquisition, you know, in yeah, US, it was like
2: $40 billion, right? U S history. Like
1: yeah. I mean, it hasn't really gone through yet. So I think maybe it, has to be approved. Yeah, it hasn't been approved yet. And actually I think that's, that's a great transition. You know, I was going to ask you, you have Xbox, you have PlayStation, you have yeah. Xbox game pass. Is this coming to Xbox game pass? I don't think so. Or do you still have to shell out the, the money for it?
2: Yeah, no, I don't think so. So, That is a good question. I think what's happening in the future, Mm -hmm. maybe the next COD in two years, or maybe the one after that, I think the idea um, from Activision or whoever, Microsoft, is that any Call of Duty game going forward will release on Game Pass on day one. And I've also heard that it might be exclusive to Xbox. So that's what Xbox is pushing for. Now, of course, that's, I think, a whole other can of worms. I mean, Sony is going to, Probably really fight back on that and, and everyone else involved. But yeah, I know this Call of Duty, I don't believe it's going to be on the Game Pass.
1: Gotcha. So, okay.
2: And even if it was, that's the thing about having two consoles that kind of, it's like a trade off. Mm-hmm. Pretty much everyone I play with is on PlayStation. Mm-hmm. So even if I got it for free on Xbox, I'd still probably want to play it on Because that's where... even though there is cross play, it's cross play,
1: but it's not very good. You know, party yeah. chats.
2: Yeah, and party chats are just, I prefer them. They're yeah. Chat, yeah. You
1: know? yeah, definitely. Well, okay. So I guess just to clarify some of that, that I've been following the news a little bit on the acquisition and like, we don't really talk about news too much on this podcast, but we're actually putting this one out very close to the time of the recording. So I think like two weeks ago, I think that PlayStation and Xbox had a meeting and they were chatting. And I guess that there's Jim Ryan and Phil Spencer. I think Jim Ryan is the CEO, head of American. Here, let's see what his title is, but he works for PlayStation. Jim Ryan is the CEO of Sony Interactive Entertainment. And then Phil Spencer mm. is, I think, is head of Xbox. Yes, he's an American executive right. for Microsoft. He's head of Xbox.
0: It's funny how those are two first names.
1: I think that Jim, Jim, Jim Ryan, Ryan and <laughs> Phil Spencer, they're yeah, four first names in a row. <laughs> uh, but so I guess basically the CEO of PlayStation like came out on Twitter or like on the internet and like kind of said something that they had a meeting about how long Call of Duty would be on PlayStation. And I, I think it was three years, including the agreement that they have right now, which is also like three to four years. So I think the math ends up being like close to seven years from this date is how long it would be on both consoles. But like I said, it hasn't been approved yet. And I think that if Xbox said, hey, like it's going to be exclusive, I think that Sony would be able to sue them for antitrust Even though Sony and PlayStation, they're the largest company in the space. And Xbox released like a statement and they kind of said in it, they talk about who they view their key competitors are. And they mention PlayStation. They mentioned Tencent. And I think they mentioned one other. I don't remember. I think maybe the Embracer group. Well, they might have mentioned Valve. They mentioned three. And I remember that two of them were PlayStation and the other one was like Tencent. Which I think is like a Google owned. Who is the Embracer Group? Who is Tencent?
0: Tencent is owned by China. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Alibaba. Maybe.
2: Are they related to TikTok or is that a difference?
0: Do they you own know, TikTok? I, I think, think they might. I think TikTok is a subsidiary or Tencent owns TikTok. Yeah. I'm pretty sure. It's like a big mm-hmm. conglomerate. Mm-hmm. Right? It's all part of something. Yeah. Yeah.
1: And then the Embracer Group. I guess nobody really knows who the Embracer Group is, but they own a lot of like. Okay, so the Embracer Grouper is the group that recently came out and bought the rights to Lord of the Rings and they're like they don't have the rights to like the new Amazon show or the previous movies but like any Lord of the Rings games and they don't have access like the publishing rights but like any like short movie or game would come out. Like so they they have money behind them. They also bought like the Tomb Raider games which we've talked about before.
0: So this is just a group of like private people that want to come together and like support or embrace rather the things they love. Mm-hmm. It's really interesting. God bless private ownership. Yeah.
1: I think they might be, I think there's speculation that it's from like a Saudi foundation. Interesting. Like that's where the money comes, the money is coming from. I'm not finding a list. Let me see if I can find how many companies Embracer
0: owns.
2: Yeah, I mean, at the end of the day, I think Call of Duty is meant to be played on both consoles. It shouldn't be exclusive, period. Yeah, that's... Uh, so, I don't think it'll ever come to that. Such a
0: petty business move, Like, No, you guys shouldn't... know.
2: Well, I think Xbox is a little salty right now because PlayStation gets all the early releases with Call of Duty or they have the last, you know, three years. If you own it on PlayStation, you get to play like a week, three days earlier, a week earlier or something, which isn't a big deal. But I think uh, Xbox is like, we got to get them back. It'll do something
1: would you just play on playstation just because like that's where your friends are Or
2: yeah i think i just prefer the playstation i think at the end of the day it's just i think the controller's better and you get the haptic feedback that's pretty cool but yeah that's what everyone mostly everyone that i play with is on it's just easier you can just kind of link up in a party so yeah don't have much reason to play it on xbox
1: gotcha i personally prefer the <laughs> xbox controller Like, I don't know if you do. I like the offset joysticks and I like the triggers. What about you, Brandon?
0: I prefer the PlayStation 5 remote with adaptive triggers and the haptic feedback. I just, I mean, there's none like the PlayStation 5 experience.
2: I mean, I like the Xbox controllers. I think it's the best one they've had yet out of all their consoles. But yeah, there's something about the PlayStation controllers that just fit right.
1: Okay. I have some answers to this question on, I guess, the size. So... I guess like we said Activision was recently, you know, acquired for like the largest cash acquisition in US history. They're a very large company. As of 2019, it says they have about 9,000 employees and the Embracer Group, it says and also they have five divisions. So it says Activision five divisions as of 2019 around 10,000 employees. The Embracer Group has 127 internal game development studios and they have more than 14,000 employees almost 15,000 employees wow. and they're contracted out of in 40 countries and i'm looking at their uh, so i guess yeah that's the comparison that the embracer group is larger than activision which is Quote unquote, one of the largest third party developers on the planet, which will then, you know, go to Microsoft as that deal is approved. But I'm looking at this, man, this is a very complex, sounds like, I guess, corporate tree. So they've got a
2: nightmare to manage all that. My gosh.
1: Yeah. So they've got, I guess, Embracer Group has things like Gearbox Entertainment. I don't know if you've heard of that one. Aspire Studios. That's one that sticks out to me. Saber Interactive. I've heard of that one. And yeah, they've just got a ton of, I mean, 127 gamer or game studios. It's crazy. I guess THQ Nordic is also owned by them as well. So very crazy. Well, does you have a comment on that?
2: No, I don't. (laughs) Just uh, that's a lot.
1: Yeah, yeah. It's very crazy. A
2: lot behind the scenes. You don't even, there's just so much that goes on.
1: Yeah. And I don't think we would have gotten any of this like behind the scenes stuff if Microsoft hadn't pushed to, you know, to acquire um, Mm -hmm. Activision. Very crazy. Well, we're gonna take a quick break and then when we come back, we'll talk about some GTA six. We'll be back. And we're back. And I guess we're just gonna move right along, talk about something else that happened, you know, in the news recently, in video game news. The Rockstar, the company that makes uh, GTA, they got hacked. And there were some crazy leaks, like an hour of gameplay footage got leaked. And it's kind of a big deal, so I guess. I kind of just want to talk about like why that's such a big deal and what GTA 5 means to the two of you and like just why this is so anticipated and why it's such a big deal. So I guess before we get into that, do you guys know when GTA 5 was released? I'm going to go ahead and
2: I'm going to say I bought it when it came out, but I'm going to say I don't remember off the top of my head. I think
0: 10 years ago. I remember exactly. It was uh 1017, 10, 1017, 10,
1: 13. Yeah, wow. You're actually off by a month. It was September seventeenth. Darn it. But that's pretty good though. That's actually really good. I hadn't I mean I don't know how you do that. That's crazy. Yeah, yeah. So September seventeenth, yeah. twenty thirteen. I think we talked about it, it was on the, the three sixty. But yeah, that was nine years ago. And that's just crazy. It was crazy yeah. to me. <laughs>
0: yeah. I still remember being thirteen because I was born in the year two thousand. And obviously, I couldn't buy this game because it's uh, it was rated M, mm. I think. So you had to be 18 to purchase it. But I think I went to GameStop with my uncle at the time, and I had asked him to purchase it for me. And yeah, man, I still remember like being too young to play this game. And I could definitely see why I was too young to play GTA.
2: Brandon, was <laughs> it your first Grand Theft Auto you ever played? Or did you play the ones before it?
0: It actually was my first Grand Theft Auto. Too. Wow! Yeah, it's crazy. Yeah. yeah, I
1: remember playing the the one that was on the PlayStation Two at like other people's houses when I was a kid. Yeah, which what would that have been? Well,
2: well, it could be have been San Andreas. I think it's uh, or it could have been Vice City. I think
1: it was Vice City.
2: Yeah, it wouldn't have been GTA Four. That came out on that would have been Xbox Three Sixty. Okay. Yeah. yeah PS Three. Okay.
1: Yeah. Yeah.
2: That's the one I started with. I never played San Andreas or Vice City, any of those other ones. I started with GTA 4, and that was one of my favorite games. Still really is. I haven't played it in a while, but that was such a cool, fun game. And what was crazy about that one was it was so popular and successful, and yet there really wasn't even a multiplayer mode to it. I mean, there was. They had multiplayer eventually, but it was nowhere near what it is today with GTA 5. So I think it says a lot about the game that people played it for so long and it was really just the world, the campaign and just playing on, on your own. It was
1: just really cool. Yeah, that's crazy. Let me ask you this, Brandon. So you, since GTA 5 was your first GTA game, did you play like online with your friends when you got it?
0: At first, I was really captivated by the story. I think Rockstar does a great job of telling the story that just brings you in and they bring you into this world and you just want to figure out, like, you just want to get to the next thing. And yeah, I just, obviously, my friends were playing online and definitely I felt like a lot of my friends were more acquainted with with the rock star. Kind of, they've played GTA 4, they played Vice City, they played San Andreas. So, you know, they were more experienced. I kind of just was captivated by the story, following Franklin's story, following Michael's story, meeting this crazy character, Trevor. It was a really interesting game. So I played through the story mode completely before I even bothered with the online mode, which the online mode is really, really cool. But I still feel like the story mode mm. is cooler by far. Yeah, no, I
2: agree, Brandon. And I mean, the story is great. They always have a really good storyline. And it's not even just one story, right? There's, I mean, you have kind of the main plot line, but there's so many similar to like Skyrim or some of those other big open world games. There's right. just so many. I guess, side quests and things you can do that just develop the game in a whole different way. And mm. I think something that Rockstar is really good with in all their games, whether it be GTA or Red Dead Redemption or, you know, some of the other ones I have, is their character development. I mean, they just knock it out of the park with all their characters, even just side characters. I mean, everyone just feels just so complete and just unique and and you just you're interested in all of them.
0: Yeah, that's why until this day, you'll still see, like, Lester memes and stuff, and yeah. Lester's like a side you know, character in this yeah. story, but, like, people still know who he is and appreciate his character, and I think that, you know, it really speaks to that character development.
2: Yeah, well, so GTA 4, the main character was Nico, Nico Bellic or something, I don't remember his last name exactly, but he was this Russian, Russian dude that came over and wanted to sort of take on the american dream or whatever and you know how that goes that's that's kind of how they all are based but he was just such a cool character i mean like just something so original yeah i just i really enjoyed playing his character but gta 5's got a whole bunch of characters for sure that are all fun to play and i think with this new one it'll be interesting to see who those new characters are going into the leaks i mean i think we kind of got our first look at it i mean it sounds like it's going to be sort of a bonnie and clyde kind of thing you might get to, it sounds like you get to play as your first female protagonist. So that'll be really interesting how that looks.
0: Yeah. I heard a bit about the female protagonist being, um, what did I hear? She was, this is something that was controversial because I don't know why it was controversial, but there was something about the female protagonist that made her kind of different. Can't remember what it was.
1: Like, honestly, is it just because it's the first woman? I is that?
0: No, I think it's because she's like, I think she might also be Hispanic. I think she Uh, is, is. yeah. At least that's what
2: in the leaks she was, I think.
1: Yeah, those leaks were really cool, man. I don't know. if At the time of this recording, they're all over the internet. But I don't Mm -hmm. know, I guess, how they will be or I guess how accessible they will be like once, you know, this comes out. Just because like they were getting taken down all over the place. But man, it was really cool to see like just like the AI and like the code on the screen Mm -hmm. as the game was playing. I thought that was really cool i don't know do you guys have any like takeaways from that like i thought it was really cool seeing like the character models like like the not fully like rendered character models like that was really Mm -hmm. cool it was a cool peek behind the curtain to say the to say the least
2: yeah it was i think well it was funny when i was on twitter that's how i how i found out about it and rockstar or gta 6 was trending as it does frequently i mean it just trends for all sorts of things but nothing ever substantial not like this And so I remember going on Twitter the night that it all kind of happened and I saw GTA six was trending. I clicked on it to see what was going on. Just expected it to be like random stuff. Like people saying, just, just kind of um, speculating when they think it'll drop, but it was actually these videos, these leaked footage. And I was like, Oh my gosh, you know, this is crazy. How did this happen? Is it really GTA six? Like we really don't know now we do, but I didn't know at the time. And as you guys know, it got a lot of flack for people just thought this is this is the new GTA six that's been in development for like ten years. This looks terrible. And people just kind of lost sight that it's an unfinished game, completely unfinished. So I think we saw a lot of cool things.
1: Yeah, I mean, certainly there were some really cool things, but also like it's not done. You know what I mean? Like they have not right. they that's have a I'm release. So it's. I mean, it is not done.
2: There were a lot of cool things that we saw, and it's not even close to being done yet. There's still a lot more to be done. So I think that's something to look forward to. And I also think we need to compare it to their most recent game, which was Red Dead Redemption 2. Mm-hmm. Do you guys play that? I know, Blake, you watched me play it a little bit. I don't know, yeah, what, Brandon, yeah, did you play that's it?
0: That's a great game. Yeah. yeah, I love Red Dead.
2: Yeah, I think that game is just, like, stunning. I mean, the way it looks, again, characters are awesome. And just all the things, the attention to detail and, and the things you can do in the world. So I can only imagine that GTA 6 will just build off of that. It'll probably look similar as far as how the lighting works and everything. And it'll have similar mechanics and all that. So I don't, for one second, doubt that this game will be just fine when it comes out.
1: Oh, yeah, absolutely. I'm really excited. And, you know, I've just got to say, while you guys were talking about it, I bought I bought GTA 5 on my PlayStation, like the app. It's downloading right now. Let's go. <laughs> I, awesome. I did, yeah, yeah. It's downloading right now. We're gonna have to play for sure. It actually I yeah, was really awesome. impressed by. It. I mean, they have a PlayStation 5 bundle right now, which has the PlayStation 5 version of Grand Theft Auto and GTA Online. It was mm-hmm. 40 bucks. I mean, the game is 10 years old, but it's downloading right now.
2: There it is. I'll take you to my yacht, like. <laughs>
1: I'll
2: give you, you got a eye yacht the city. Oh yeah, dude. <laughs> I probably don't even have a car.
1: <laughs> you know what's crazy too? I have put no
2: money into the game. I've just I've been grinding it since I had an Xbox 360. <laughs> so,
1: oh, you have the same just... account this whole time?
2: No, I mean oh, I think awesome. it's probably my second or third, but I've played this account for years. I mean, you oh see, when we lived together, Blake, I mean, I was mm-hmm. playing the same account. So
1: it's the same account that you're you're playing on now that you were. Oh my gosh! Wow. I think yeah. I remember you doing That's like a awesome. mission to. Get like a nightclub or something. Yeah,
0: we'll go to the nightclub too. Brandon, do you have <laughs> it on PlayStation or? I have it on PlayStation right now, yeah. Okay. But I started off on the 360, kind oh, of like did I do? you did. I, yeah. Yeah, and I just, I, I don't mind restarting the GTA Online thing. back before it's <sighs> kind like of fun. More player. Yeah, Yeah, it is kind I of fun think, just restarting.
2: Uh, I had created a couple different accounts because it is kind of fun starting brand new in that multiplayer world and just kind of making your own life i mean there's a lot of different ways yeah. to do it now they've added so much to it there's been so many updates mm-hmm. so blake i'm surprised you have storage for it to be honest i'm surprised you have the space for it yeah. game.
1: i've been deleting things left and right <laughs> it might not make it i might not download the whole thing i might have to delete something but there's a game that i just downloaded <laughs> i tried it for like an hour and i decided i'm just gonna i'm gonna delete it i've been trying a lot of those like playstation the games you get from playstation plus yeah I always get those I sometimes I try them so whenever I'm done I'll just delete it off when I saw those leaks I almost bought it right then and there because I was like man this just like looks so fun like I know like you're I mean you're really seeing the peek behind the curtain like the code's really going off and and like you can see like that what the NPCs are doing and like it kind of looked like in I don't know the footage that I saw it kind of looked like the female protagonist was like robbing a like like she was robbing the diner like they were holding mm-hmm. up the diner. I saw that one. And
0: yeah.
1: she like kind of like came out of the diner as the cops were coming in and she kind of like stealth her way through a door and like hid behind the cars and then like the police like just went into the diner and then they just like got in the car and left. And I mean like I haven't really done have a ton of experience playing like GTA 5 but it kind of looked to me the person that was playing like cause they were trying to get it like all in view it kind of looked like they were just testing to see what the, like the cop AI would do. Mm-hmm. And, and then they just like drove away. And I thought that I was like, that just looks so sick. Like that just looks so fun. And I, I mean, I don't know how, like if GTA find like how comparable it is to like those leaks, like, do you think it's like, they look similar? Do you think this is like totally like a next step or.
2: Yeah. I mean, I can speak for myself. I think it looked pretty similar from the small footage that we saw. And at the same time, I think there's no way we can take all these clips that were released and even say that's going to be anything close to what the game might look like. I really think it might look completely different when it releases just because it's still pretty early in development, I think, or at least the footage we saw was. And I just know, I mean, all their games are just so vast and they're always so complete. I mean, these days we've had like Cyberpunk, Battlefield 2042, you get burned mm-hmm. with these games recently where you pre-order yeah. them and you're like, wow, this game's not even finished yet. I've never heard that about a Rockstar game. It's always, you know, 100% finished. So,
1: so they've, I mean, they've got a good reputation.
2: Yeah. Oh, yeah. Which is what kind of sucks about the whole thing because, you know, obviously they work really hard on this and mm-hmm. it's just such a reputable company and reputable franchise. And for someone to just kind of release all this to the world – it's prematurely, it sucks. You know, I feel yeah. bad for the people who are working on them. I feel bad for Rockstar, you know, it just kind of...
0: It does. You know, it really does it. suck. But I think it speaks to the hype, you know? We really want to know what's coming. And true. That's something that I've been thinking as you guys have been talking about the game is, you know, kind of why all this hype, you know, why do we want to peek behind the curtain so bad, mm-hmm. right? And I think it's because, you know, GTA V was such a good game and, and it was really such a leap from GTA four, I mean, not that I had played GTA four, but like from being around people who had played GTA four, I seem to have such a good time with, especially the online facet of the game For sure, that, you know, people kind of were romanticizing the next iteration while playing GTA five and kind of having these ideas, these grandiose ideas of what the next game might be. And so it it makes sense that people want to, you know, see really what are we going to get, right? Cause we're just super excited and rockstar i'm more than sure rockstar is going to execute and, and deliver so i'm excited to see what we get the timeline i feel is very far from now which usually is with the gta game it takes a while to you know create these games mm-hmm. but it's I believe october 2024 so when they're expecting to release it i think i heard that too yeah
1: okay i mean it's still just like that's still a pretty vague timeline
2: yeah, I mean, we, yeah. we really haven't – officially, we haven't really seen anything at all or heard much from Rockstar. I mean, if it weren't for these leaks, I don't even know if we have heard, gotten confirmation from them that they were really developing this. So, they've been pretty quiet about it.
1: Yeah. yeah. You know, I think that's part of it, too. I actually i am remembering now, like, when we lived together in college, Kyle – also, Kyle is one of my college roommates, so – glad to have you here man (laughs) go ball state (laughs) we were kind of just like man like i can't wait for the next one like we were saying that five years ago and i know i just i just think that that's crazy that like we're still kind of i mean like this is the first thing we've seen really like Mm -hmm. we haven't seen a trailer you know i mean
2: it really it's a testament to how good of a game it is because i still play it to this day and it's been out for how long it's the same game and that's why, I mean, you guys asked me about my top three games at the beginning, and I said Minecraft. It's the same thing. I've been playing Minecraft for just as long, and at the end of the day, it's pretty much the same game. It's just you, there's only so many of these games that, in my opinion, you can just play for so long. They can just last for so long, just because they're just so well done. Mm-hmm. Right. So that's why. And anytime there's a new game coming from Rockstar, you just you can't help but get excited because
0: that's a great point. They last for so long because
2: there's just such a good game.
0: Yeah. I think we could get back on our VR headsets 20 years from now and still want to hop into GTA five kind of experience because it's just, I think it's one. It's very memorable of the time. Like it's like art in a sense of like you're getting a, it's reminiscent of the time period it was made. Mm. And I think it's timeless. Like you can really the storytelling is great. The art is really cool. It's a very vibrant world. I I think people are going to want to play this game 20, 30 years from now.
2: For sure. I think one thing, too, that I've heard that I'm, I'm really excited about, if it turns out to be true, is that with this new game, they really want to add, like, multiple cities, I think. So, as you know, all the CODs that have been out, they pretty much have one map. You know, it's Los Santos or San Andreas or Vice City or, you know, and I think with this new one, they really want to expand on that. So not only are we going to be in Vice City again, but it sounds like there might be maps in South America, like maybe Brazil or Colombia. Oh, that sounds cool. So you can go to these different cities. And I mean, think of all the opportunity with that. Think of a GTA that's in another country. I mean, it just seems there's just so much you can do with that. So.
0: It seems that much more realistic. Yeah. This is a game about like crime organizations and realistically they don't operate out of just one city, right? They operate out of multiple cities and multiple, you know, countries. So it's going to be really interesting to see how that plays out that dynamic, especially from the multiplayer aspect. I want to see how that plays out. So yeah.
2: No, for sure. I mean, think about us playing. One of us is in Brazil. One of us is in Vice City and we can like fly to each other, that'd be pretty cool. Have a house in one country and a house in another, that kind of thing. So I don't know if any of that's been officially confirmed by Rockstar, but I, it might have been a part of the leaks, mm. some of that. So yeah, we'll see. I mean, just a lot, lot to look forward to. I think at the end of the day, it's a real thing. Like They're working on it. I think for the longest time, people just didn't know. And so now we know for a fact it'll come out. It might not be soon, maybe, but it's going to be out, and it'll be a pretty fantastic game like it always is.
1: Yeah, that's awesome. Well, I guess, did you guys, were you as interested in, like, how the leaks actually happened? Like, yeah, did you guys I'm really did you,
0: curious. Did you
1: guys do any, like, research on that?
0: I saw after on Twitter that uh, Rockstar was really upset. I saw some of the, like, aftermath of the leaks. Mm-hmm. And Rockstar gave kind of, like, a petty response, and they were saying how they were, like, pretty much they were not going to release the game or something like that, like, they were really upset about it. Well, I know
2: that he, they found the guy who did it in a matter of like forty eight hours.
1: Well, I think that he pleaded like not guilty. Like he said it wasn't him. He like I think there's been a arrest made, but I guess Well they at they- least have a
2: suspect then. And yeah, yeah. he's like a seventeen year old kid from the UK. And apparently this guy allegedly also hacked into I think Uber. And yeah,
1: I think that's what I was hearing
2: too. stole some things from there. So
0: Yeah. Yeah, that's wild, man. He's living GTA in real life.
2: <laughs> I yeah. saw there so many memes, like, this guy's got five stars now.
1: <laughs> you know, like, like <laughs> that's, that's what you get had. with all the police. So, yeah, yeah. It, uh, it's pretty funny. I think that the way he did is he, like, got into their Slack, like, IM platform. Yeah, I heard that. Yeah. And he was, yeah, just able to, like, get somebody's password that had access to, like, videos and, and whatnot, which wow. also, like, to me kind of just begs the question, like, are these old videos that they didn't like bother to yeah. like take down or like? Yeah, it's very interesting. And I mean, something that I was kind of thinking about as soon as this happened, I was like, man, like, I think that this is just going to mean that the game's going to be delayed even longer. So, like, it's very cool that we get to see this, but it kind of seems like now they're going to have a lot of work to like, you know, fill these breaches. And it kind of seems like it might even take even longer now. So, yeah.
2: Well, did you guys see Rockstar? did release a statement about I it. I haven't
1: you know? seen it. Let's see if I yeah, can
2: maybe it. yeah, maybe pull it up like I read it and basically it they said that this shouldn't affect long term release schedule. They said it sucks, That's obviously. True. But yeah, they said it shouldn't affect anything long term. Nothing's really gonna change much out of this other than some things in the near term. But we'll see what Blake are you pulling it up?
1: I'm trying to, I mean obviously like this is really big news and there's like all the outlets have, like, stories on it, and I'm trying yeah. to find the actual statement. But, yeah, basically, it, it looks like it just confirmed the leak. Yeah. I guess, where did you see it at?
2: It was on Twitter. It was on Rockstar's page. Let me try looking it up, too. Yeah, let me just see if I can find their actual website.
0: My school is actually right by the Rockstar headquarters. It's in, um, in the Lower East Side of Manhattan. Yeah. Oh, that's wow. awesome. I've applied for a lot of internships. It's actually a dream job for me. To go oh, work at sure. Rockstar Games and kind of like work on GTA 6. That'd be dope. That'd be awesome, man.
1: Can you like walk by and take like a, like, do they have like a big sign or something? Oh, yeah.
0: Yeah. You can, it's actually kind of like they keep it low key, but you can tell it's Rockstar. Like they have a good thing on the inside. If you look inside, like by the uh, security office, the security thing, you can see the R. It's, it's pretty, you can tell that they're there. And the, the guys are always like outside in front, like going to 7 Eleven and shit. I found the statement they released.
1: Yeah, yeah. would you be able to read it? I found like a quote of some of it.
2: Yeah, I'll read it. It's a little lengthy, but shouldn't take too long. So it says, it's a message from Rockstar Games. And basically they say, we recently suffered a network intrusion in which an unauthorized third party illegally accessed and downloaded confidential information from our systems, including early development footage for the next Grand Theft Auto. At this time, we do not anticipate any disruption to our live game services, nor any long-term effect on the development of our ongoing projects. And then they go on to just talk about how they're extremely disappointed, to have any details about the game shared in this way, and that they'll update everyone again soon. And of course, will properly introduce us to this next game when it's ready. And then they thank everyone for their ongoing support in the situation. It's kind of sad to me. Yeah, that really really kind
1: of stinks. Yeah, I'm sure that they were they're working so hard on this. They don't want it to come out in this way. Right. I mean, I personally I mean, I thought it was really cool to see. I don't know, like the shots of them or I guess like the footage of them, like the main characters, like interacting with the NPCs that didn't have clothes on. And they were just like Mm -hmm. character models that had like they kind of looked like action figures almost like I don't know. To me personally, I'm more interested in this than I would have been before because I got to see how it works a little bit.
2: Yeah, I don't know if you guys fair. feel
1: feel similarly or.
2: I think for me, it's I think the reason it really sucks is because I remember when GTA Five pre-release and we hadn't seen anything for it and we didn't see any gameplay. There was there hadn't been any trailers or anything. And I remember the first time I saw the trailer, like the announcement trailer for GTA Five, and it was our first look into the game, like the location, kind of who you're playing as, and it was just such a cool moment because we hadn't seen anything up until that point. And now we just got to see pretty much everything in this yeah, short yeah. three-minute video. And so with this, I was really looking forward to someday just GTA 6 dropping a trailer and being like, wow, like check it out. That's where it's going to be, and that's who we're going to play as. And now it's kind of been spoiled because we, we've we seen some of this in-game footage. We now know where it's going to be. Yeah. We sort of know who they're going to play as unless they change it. So that's what I think kind of sucks about it.
1: Yeah, that does kind of stink a little bit. Like you said, they kind of spoiled that whole, like, reveal for us where we don't know anything, and then we know that does kind of stink.
0: I don't you know. Imagine, I was... like,
2: working on it and being so excited for it to just release it to everybody and uh, kind of get ruined for them.
0: Yeah, it's like one of those classic situations of, like, someone spoiling the movie for everyone else who hasn't seen it yet. Mm-hmm. You know, it's like, you know, we get it. You got to see it. It's like, I don't know. It, yeah. It is what it is. I'm glad I didn't. I wasn't exposed to any spoilers, so <laughs> I'm glad I didn't see anything. I'm excited to see a trailer when it, when it finally drops.
2: You know what? I'd be interesting. They have a really good sense of humor, I think, in their games, mm-hmm. and they, they're all about satire and stuff. Mm-hmm. I bet you there's going to be a mission where you have to like hack into a video game developer and like leak some footage as a part of a mission or something. Just because they're going to address it in the game <laughs> one way or another. I, I'm just I'm calling it right now when it drops.
1: Yeah, yeah that actually that would be that. really that would be really sick Should break that rock star. i know in
2: gta 5 there's a mission <laughs> yeah if they're hiring no but i remember in gta 5 there was a mission where you broke into life hacker i think is what it was called it's like their version of facebook mm-hmm. and you had to like hack into their servers or something i don't remember but they're, they're going to do something similar i just don't
1: i don't know that actually sounds pretty cool I just thought it was so cool to see, like, that there was, like, this one part. I don't know if you saw this part in the footage, but there was, like, like a person. I think they were an NPC, and they were, like, holding a gun. But they had, like, all of, like, their spine was, like, labeled. So you could see, like, their posture, and it could be, like, easily manipulated. I don't know. I thought that was really cool.
0: That's really interesting. I'm still caught up on the thing you said about, like, the cop. Like, uh, that's a really cool facet of the game of GTA is, like, having five stars and trying to, you know, skirt the cops. And I'd be more excited to see kind of like a better AI, Mm -hmm. if you will, some AI that's maybe not necessarily smarter, but at least a bit more realistic in the sense of like, you mentioned hiding behind a trash can, like, will that actually work? Because I know for at least GTA Five, it's probably not going to work just because like, Of the way they're like programmed, it's like gonna pick you up just because they're like nearby, not necessarily because they can't see you. Mm -hmm. So I'm curious to see how that plays out in this new world and these, you know, this next gen console. Yeah, no, I I
2: hear you, and I think they have a real opportunity too with these NPCs and the AI to allow for more interaction with them. Like think of Skyrim. I really love how that works, where you can interact with every single NPC that you see. You can talk with them and sometimes they might lead you to a side quest or something. And I think they can do that with this new game. And if they did, that'd be really cool. I mean, I think cyberpunk did something similar. There's a lot of games out there where you can sort of interact with NPCs, at least more than you can in GTA five. So I think that's an opportunity
1: for sure to improve the AI. Yeah. That'd be really cool. Did you get a chance to play very much of cyberpunk? I know the, I know you bought you know what? it. I got it. Yeah. I bought it. You feel scammed.
2: Oh, for sure. I'm so, <laughs> I mean, I've heard that they've like completely updated it and it's like a brand new game and whatever, but I'm like, it's kind of ruined for me. I, I don't know. I mean, I wish it was good when it dropped, I don't know, yeah, however long ago. ago. So someday I might jump back in it, but.
1: I watched a little bit of that anime. I thought it was really sick. Yeah,
2: I heard about that. Yeah.
1: I thought about buying it, but I didn't.
2: <laughs> it's, I think it's a cool game. I just. When I last played it, it was after a lot of
1: updates, but it was still pretty buggy. That's too bad. Well, I hope that GTA 6 is when it comes out. Yeah, sure, it will be. Well, let's take a quick break, and then we'll come back and talk about some other stuff. So I'll talk to you soon. All right, we're back. And before we ended up, we've got Kyle here. really want to pick his brain on <laughs> on some of the console wars. So he's, he's mentioned he has both a PlayStation, Xbox, and the VR headset. You know, would you be able to just talk about, like, what's your favorite? I know you kind of mentioned, you know, the PlayStation. PlayStation's your favorite, or I guess the one you're drawn to most. Should you maybe expand on that more and maybe talk about what they each have to offer? And
2: yeah, yeah, for sure. I know this was kind of when I was deciding what console to get when these new ones dropped. I was trying to figure out, you know, which one's better and how do you do that? There's a lot of different ways to compare these consoles. And I think one way is the games that are offered. And so, you know, both of them have their own exclusives. And I don't know if one's better than the other in that sense. I think, like, PlayStation's got some cool exclusives and Xbox got some cool exclusives. But I think the one thing that really drew me towards Xbox was their Game Pass. Mm-hmm. A, it's pretty affordable, I think, for what you get. I mean, I think it's, like, 120 bucks
1: a year, I think. And when you think about it... there's How much is that per month, then? Do you have to buy it at, like, the year... Like no, you don't. Point? I want okay. to say it's
2: like $15 a month. I don't know. I, I can't do the math off the top of my head. Wait, okay.
1: I'm sorry. He's so $120 a year? Yeah. I think, I think 10 so. A month, right?
2: Yeah. T- it might be 10. Yeah. yeah Sounds that's, about that's, right. That's
1: 10, about 10 a month. Okay. That's crazy. I really thought it was more. But do you have to buy like their online to, or I guess like playing online, or is that included yeah. in?
2: You know what? I don't know for sure. I did it all a while ago when I set it up, and now it's just like automatic payments. I think there might be a bundle where you can do Game Pass and the online service, or you can do them separately. Mm-hmm. I don't know how I do it to be honest, but I'm pretty sure the Game Pass alone is, like I said, 120 a year, which if you're buying two full price games, you know, it makes up for it. Yeah. And I think I don't know if you guys have really been in Game Pass or kind of explored the different games they have, but there's so much. And it's not just like filler games, like a bunch of garbage. Like there's some really good. Quality games there, and so some of the big ones that I've been playing with the Xbox is Microsoft Flight Simulator. It's a big one. Okay, you just like fly planes. Yeah, you fly planes. They added helicopters now, so okay. I haven't flown the
1: helicopters, but you can do that. Is it hard to learn how to like do it, or because I know it can be like yeah, really it, semi. Can yeah, you know what? It is super detailed.
2: Like you literally are thrown in the cockpit of a plane. And as far as I know, it's like 100% accurate to a real cockpit for all these different... Do you
1: think you could land a plane based
2: on this? (laughs) Well, I mean, I think you could really train yourself pretty well how to fly a plane in this game. I've heard that like pilots actually use it. Maybe, I don't know. I mean, like you can fly anything from little Cessnas with just like uh, one engine and then you can fly like, like big 747s. And so... And they're all mm-hmm. like I said, completely accurate, so yeah, maybe some of the smaller ones you could really learn how to fly, but I still wouldn't trust it. I mean, it's like <laughs> it's two different things, but oh, yeah, yeah, so anyways, sure. that's a good game on there. Forza Horizon is a really good one.
1: now, is that just racing like do you just race like around yeah. tracks or
2: just racing, yeah, but I think so it's not something that I play a lot but is, I
1: was gonna say, is there like an open world aspect to that one?
2: There is. Which is why I like it. How does that because yeah, no, so a lot of racing games they're just kind of like track based. You can't you don't get to just kind of explore. But with this game, it is a complete open world and they want you to explore. And there's all sorts of different like biomes. Like there's okay. It takes place in Mexico. Mm -hmm. So there's like a rainforest, I think. There's a desert, there's the ocean that you can drive by. There's like a, a volcano, a huge mountain you can go up. There's like a sort of an old downtown, like an old village that's really cool. Like kind of their city, but it's like an old Mexican village. Um, And it's just such a a good-looking game. There's so many cars, and they just all feel different from each other. So it's a really good game. So those are probably the top two I've played on the Game Pass. But what's cool about it, too, is you also get these games you never would have tried otherwise. One of them is uh, Lawn Mowing Simulator example, okay, That's, I love that game.
1: It's so much fun. I haven't heard anything about that. Yeah, you what, literally what, you just mow lawns. Yeah,
2: you just you mow lawns. I mean, <laughs> it's pretty cool. You like you run your own landscaping business, pretty much, mm-hmm. and you have contracts with people where you cut their lawn for money, and you get to like buy your own equipment, you know, your own lawnmowers, your own weed whackers, all of that, and you have to be like really precise. And sometimes there's, like, obstacles that you have to go around when you're mowing the lawn. Like, there might be, like, a beach ball or something or, like, a dog toy. But that's a really good one. So, yeah, there's just a lot on there.
1: Oh, that's awesome. That's really cool. So, I guess, what would you say has been, like, the game that you're like, oh, this is worth buying an Xbox for? Do you have one of those games?
2: Oh, man, I think it was probably a couple. I mean, I think Flight Simulator was one of them. And I think Flight Simulator and Forza alone were two games I was, like, I got to get the Xbox because those are exclusives. You can't play them okay. on PlayStation and I don't have like a gaming PC or anything. So yeah, I really wanted to play those games, but I also knew that I knew about when I was looking into the Xbox, I knew they had game pass. So there's a lot of other games that I could try. I'm trying to think if there's any other exclusives that I'm missing that you get on game pass. So there's a lot of cool EA sports games. Like you'll get the latest Madden on game pass okay. UFC, Brandon, I think you've played UFC before. You like that game, right?
0: Yeah. Yeah, I love UFC. Yeah.
2: <laughs> I haven't played it much, but at some time I will. I just got to pick it up. Is
1: it kind of like the Netflix thing where like yeah. you just have like so much that you just like can't even like choose from?
2: Yeah, it's pretty overwhelming. What they do pretty well, though, is like categorize the games. So okay. like they have a recently added section where you can play the newest ones that were added. They've got a Leaving Soon section where you can play games that aren't going to be on Game Pass soon. And then they also do like categories like first person shooters and driving games and simulators. So yeah, there's a lot. And I don't even know how many games are on there. I'm just going to say there's I'm gonna say like a hundred over a hundred. It oh, wow.
1: seems like pretty good value. Yeah.
2: And it's cool too, because I mean, some of the games you have to download to your console, yeah, I was
1: going to ask, do you have to download them? Or can not you all don't... of
2: them. There's a lot of games that they're on the cloud. So you just stream them basically now it's gonna be you're gonna get better quality if you download it as mm-hmm. opposed to streaming but it's still really cool to just pick up a game and play it like you would in the old days without having to download it and all that so that's yeah you could probably like
1: work. check it out and then like see if it's worth like downloading
2: yeah i think blake for someone like you i know you play a lot of different games and mm-hmm. like a lot of you like trying new games me not so much i kind of don't get out of my comfort circle as far as that goes my comfort space but too. for someone who like wants to try a new game like every week but doesn't want to pay for them pay full price and download it you know this is mm. just a great way to do that yeah
1: just that everything. sounds awesome yeah i tried out the playstation like i guess they're like rip off of xbox game pass yeah. and i don't know it was one of those things where i was really happy that i got to like try some games like there was this i guess I'll just say it was final fantasy 7 the remake which is a playstation exclusive I got to jump in and try it out and I really didn't like it and I really thought it was going to be like something totally different so I'm really glad that like I got that because I had been on my wish list I'd been like man should I pick this up like I just got to try it and I was like oh like thank god this just isn't for me and there were like a couple games like there were also like some third-party ones that were on both like like Red Dead for example and I was just like man like I should have checked out Red Dead instead of like like, I wish I would have spent my time with Red Dead instead of another one because i only mm-hmm. had it for like a like a 30 day like kind of thing but but i had to download everything and my takeaway was like i like there was a way you could like favorite it and i like favorited everything i wanted to try i didn't even try half of them i couldn't try like yeah. hardly any of them anymore. no i do the
2: same thing dude i have you can like you can favorite games to play for later mm-hmm. and i've done that with a bunch of them i just never got to playing them never got to downloading them there's one more thing i wanted to add about it though what's really cool about it too is a lot of times like you'll have games where let's say that there's a whole, like it's a franchise. So there's like mm-hmm. multiple installments of this game. You get the whole franchise in most cases. So,
1: Oh wow. There's
2: one in particular I've never played, but it looks pretty cool. It's, uh what was it called? It was like, a, Oh, I can't remember it, but Oh, well, here's an example. So doom, you guys mm-hmm. are familiar with the game Doom?
1: Yeah. I've never played one of those. Have you ever played one of those Brandon?
0: No, I haven't played doom, but I've definitely heard of it. It's very yeah. famous. Mm-hmm. Yeah,
2: it is. Well, there's, like, five of them, and they're all in, like, sequential order. So you can play. Like, if you really just want to get into it, you can just play from the first one all the way on. And, like, these are games that were released three consoles ago, like, super old games that you can just play backwards compatible, you
1: know? That's really cool. That's really sick. There's
2: uh, Gears of War. That's another one. There's, like, six of those on the Game Pass. Okay. Okay. So there's a lot. You can just kind of play the whole thing in one go.
1: That's awesome. Yeah, I think PlayStation did something similar. But they they did them with like the Yakuza, like a Dragon franchise. Yeah. But yeah, I don't know. That's interesting to see like how that plays out. I personally like when I was there was just so many to check out. I was like, man, like I almost wonder if it kind of like devalues the experience. And then I was like, no, that's yeah. stupid. But like then I was I like, I
2: think you might, yeah, you might be onto something.
1: Because like for example, like this Final Fantasy VII. If I had paid like the full, like I think it's like ninety dollars or something, like to get all like the next gen, like. Cause I think there's like the full $80 game or full $70 game. And then I think they have like an expansion pack to it. There's like 20 bucks. So I think if I paid for all of that outright, I think I would have pushed through where I was at, which I only gave it like two hours. And it was like, if I'm, I was like, eh. <laughs> you know what I mean? And if I had like bought the whole thing, I probably would have gave it 10 at least, you know what I mean? So I wonder if it kind of does like, but it's also, I like get the same like if, if it does devalue it because you're more willing to just you know, I guess, I don't know, not invest your time into it, but it's also like, I guess, how do I want to say this? It's it's your time. You know what I mean? Like if you don't want to put, if you don't want to go from hour two to three, like you shouldn't feel like you have to.
2: Right. That's just it. It's like kind of, you get that balance. Like you don't feel forced to play the game because just because you bought it. Mm -hmm. So it's going to be there and you you didn't pay for it. So you can kind of play it whenever you want. But at the same time, you're kind of, you're like, man, I've got all these games. I got to start playing them you feel like you kind of feel rushed to play everything, but there's just so many, you'll never play all of them. So yeah, there's kind of two sides to that.
1: Well, let me ask you this, because there's one Xbox game that I'm super excited for, but I have no idea if I'm going to like how I'm going to play it. Cause I, I, I mean, I have like an Xbox one, maybe it'll come out on that. I know that you've got an Xbox one too, Brandon, but it's Starfield and that game just looks super sick. You want to maybe talk about that at all? Have you been following? I mean, nothing's really happened in a couple months, but you been following that at all? I have. They released
2: quite a lot. This was a few months ago. I don't know. They released like a, it was a gameplay trailer basically. It was like 20 minutes mm-hmm. or something. Yeah. And it was our first look at it. And you know what? I totally forgot about that game, to be honest. Since it came out, <laughs> I was like, I mean, I was just like, I totally forgot. It just wasn't on my mind. But man, I'm excited for it. I think it comes out like January or early next year. Yeah,
1: I think maybe like January or February, something like that.
2: All I know is it's coming out of Bethesda. They did Skyrim. So, I mean, they're calling it like the Skyrim of space. That
1: sounds sick. Yeah, and we're
2: still waiting on a new Skyrim. I don't know when that's coming out, but.
1: (laughs) Yeah, Yeah, it feels like. We're still waiting on that. It feels like the GTA, you know, the Skyrim. (laughs) (laughs) It's like we're just going to be waiting forever. Oh, it's kind of funny.
2: Oh my gosh, I saw this funny meme. There's like the trifecta, there's like Modern Warfare 2. Skyrim and GTA 5. Mm -hmm. These were three games that all kind of came out at the same time, like 10 years ago. Mm -hmm. And now we're kind of like revisiting all those titles Modern Warfare 2 that's coming out again. Mm -hmm. There's a new Skyrim that people are talking about. And then there's a Starfield. And then there's the new GTA. And like the meme I saw was like, it's like 2008 all over again. Like we're going into a recession <laughs> and we've got oh, or 2 God. coming out and mm-hmm. we're still waiting on GTA. Like there's just, there's a lot of funny memes out there about that. Kind oh of stuff.
1: man. Yeah.
0: That's
2: funny. Yeah. Wow, that's tough.
1: That's actually, that's really funny. I mean, history is sometimes cyclical, but
2: I'm going to try and find the, the actual meme that I saw. I'm going to send it to you guys because it was, <laughs> it was funny. Yeah.
1: All right. Well, thanks so much for joining us, Kyle. We really appreciate it. You know, it was awesome to talk about, you know, the new COD, GTA, and, you know, Xbox and PlayStation rivalry and, and you know, what's coming on the horizon. So I just want to sincerely thank you so much, you know, for being here with us today. And also, like, thank you so much for supporting the show. You know, it's honestly an honor to have you on. I really do
0: appreciate it.
2: Yeah, no problem. Thanks for having me, guys.
0: Super appreciate you.
2: Yeah. Thanks, Brandon.
0: Thanks, Blake. Yeah, thanks for coming on, Kyle. It was, it was a pleasure meeting you. Thanks for supporting the pod. Yeah,
2: no problem. No, it was a good time. Good time. I think we got a lot of fun things coming up, fun things to catch up on, and exciting stuff. So yeah, thanks again. Yeah, time. definitely.
1: And you can find us on any and all social media platforms. You can find us on YouTube. You know, I think Brandon and I have both been streaming recently, so check those out. Though they'll, they'll be posted to our YouTube. You want to shout out your links at all, Kyle? Do you have a link? You you don't have to, but if you want to, you can.
2: <laughs> no, I actually I don't have anything to shout out as
1: far as that goes. Uh, well, thank you, Kyle. We really appreciate yeah. it. Yeah. The only you should have said is yeah, follow them on YouTube, Instagram, TikTok. Yes,
2: <laughs> I, I dropped the ball there.
1: Yeah, well, it's okay. Maybe you'll remember for the second time we have you on, so.
2: There you go. (laughs) (laughs) All
1: right, well, thank you so much, everyone. Uh, I hope you enjoyed this episode. That's all we had, so thank you so much for joining us today.
0: Thank you so much for tuning in, guys. All right, peace. See ya.